This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello from the Diet Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 13, Kansas. Good old lucky episode 13. Happy New Year. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it. Hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com is the email address. Send me an email. I'll read it on this podcast. West Virginia started conference play today. and. You know, glass half full, they started with the toughest place to go and try to win a game. West Virginia was 0-7 coming into this game in Allen Fieldhouse to now 0-8. Kansas comes back from 10 down late in the first half to win 60-53 in a game that very few people saw because it was on ESPN+. Plus. I'll talk about ESPN Plus and my thoughts on that in a little bit. West Virginia looked good in the first half. Oscar Shibway was really good in the first half. And as I mentioned, West Virginia was up 10. And then Bill Self said, you know what? Let's go with four guards and the guy that doesn't miss. And that worked for Kansas. And they got a 10-point lead at one point or I'm sorry, nine points, and held on to win by seven. So, you know, it can't be unexpected because every time we go there, we lose. But there's good, there's positives for this game. First of all, West Virginia's defense was still good. I mean, if you hold the number three team in the country to 60 points at home, that's a good day. Especially if that team's not Virginia. Like, if you hold Virginia to 60 points, you're like, wow, Virginia was really great on offense. Kansas, they are good at offense. West Virginia held them to 60 points. 
held them to three for 17 from three. West Virginia out-rebounded Kansas by 14. And like I said, the defense was good, mostly good. We'll talk about the bad here in a second. As I mentioned, the good Oscar Sheepway. Rough game against Ohio State. So many fouls. Kept him off the floor. This game, he played a lot. And he ended up with 17 points, 17 rebounds. Eight of those rebounds were offensive rebounds. Oscar, whether it's Austin P or Kansas, when the ball comes off the rim, when West Virginia shoots it, it seems to go to Oscar. And I don't know how you develop that skill, but he's got that skill, right? And it's amazing. And Oscar, he had 15 in the first half. One of those shots was a bank shot for mid-range. And if you're like me and you see Oscar shoot from anywhere beyond five feet, you scream, and I don't know what you scream. I screamed, and he banked it in. And that was awesome. Even more awesome, late in the first half, he got the ball close to the foul line, took a dribble or two, and then dunked it extremely hard. <laughs> and it was amazing. It made me feel really good. Uh, Oscar's second half, not as great. But a thunder dunk in the first half, the best. Jordan McCabe. In the good column, best shooting game this season. Seven points, but he started the game off with a basket, had a basket early second half, made a three. Again, I'm looking for progress with McCabe, and today was progress. Played more than 10 minutes, stayed on the floor. Offensively, best shooting game. And West Virginia lost this game, but... They had a chance to get blown out in the second half. It's weird to say that because they were up six and up 10 at one point in the first half, but they had a chance. It it could have got dicey in the second half, all right, because West Virginia wasn't making shots. Kansas was getting dunks and layups. It could have continued, and yet West Virginia was down eight with three minutes left, and that's the point where it can just tip over into blowoutville. Instead, West Virginia cuts the lead down, and it's a three-point game with under a minute left. So one possession game in a game where Kansas really dominated in the second half at home. All right? So that's the no-quit factor. It's not <laughs> – let's be clear. This was not a um, – What's it called? When you lose, but you still feel good about it. It's not a it's not a moral victory. All right. It's not that. It's a loss. But they didn't quit. And that's in the good column. The bad. I said they had good defense. In the second half, lots of layups, lots of dunks. And I'm putting lots of in that when Kansas scored, it was on dunks and layups. And it was because of pick and roll. And unfortunately, and Oscar was great, especially in the first half. But in the second half, in these pick-and-roll situations where Kansas's big guy was dunking the ball, it's because Oscar was leaving him and was just in the middle of doing nothing. And, you know, two or three times, everybody kind of looking at WVU's guys, looking at Oscar like, hey, man, what are you doing? That's on Oscar. 
All right. Oscar kept us in this game, but Oscar was not great in the pick and roll defense second half. All right. Speaking of their big guy, Kansas, Azabuki, that guy. <laughs> he sees West Virginia on the schedule, and apparently he's like, you know what? I'm going to make every shot I attempt. And m- maybe most guys do that, or ladies. They wake up, game day, you're like, you know what? Maybe write it on their bathroom mirror. Like, hey, I'm going to make all of my shots today. And nobody does that, right? Because it's basketball, and you don't make all your shots. Azabuki, on the other end, when he plays West Virginia and he writes that on the mirror, he can go back to the bathroom mirror and put a little check mark beside that. Like, yep, (laughs) accomplished it. Shot 100%, this guy. It's kind of annoying. And he's he's shooting very close to the rim. And when he shoots from the foul from the foul line, it's it's a it's a roll of the dice. But in regulation, this guy doesn't miss. He's played West Virginia three times. All right. <laughs> and this guy is is 18 of 19 shooting shots. All right. He was six of six today. He made he had 17 points, 11 rebounds. He's only missed one shot in three games against West Virginia. That's 95% shooting. So whatever we got to do to get that guy out of the game, we got to work on that, okay? And Huggins, great coach, knows way more about basketball than I'll ever know. Figure out a way to get that guy off the court, okay? Because <laughs> he makes all of his shots, and that's a problem, okay? Other bad things. Seven of our 11 guys, because Logan Rout, this was not a Logan Rout game. Seven of our 11 guys either made no shots or one shot. And so that is not, that is not math that leads to a victory. It's tough to win at Kansas. Very few teams win at Kansas. All right. So this is not, I'm just telling you what happened today. I'm not feeling bad about this game at all. Emmett Matthews, new hairstyle, thumbs up all around, but he's now in kind of a shooting slump. He was one of eight shooting today. It's three games in a row he struggled from the field. Jermaine Haley, one for five. Derek Culver, lots of rebounds, important player. He was one of six. He was on the ground a lot. Um, Some would say he was getting fouled. Some would say that. Shot robot malfunctioning today, 0 for 3. So when you don't make shots, and credit to Kansas's defense, they were really good. They held West Virginia to 50, 53 points. But uh, we had opportunities to make shots, especially in that 0 to 2 foot range where we tend to miss more than the other teams. That's a thing that we do. Another bad thing, free throws. Kind of kind of a thing, all right? West Virginia was 12 of 22 today. Only four guys shot free throws, all right? And when you look at the stats, you know, you say 12 of 22, not very good from the foul line. But four guys shot them. Derek missed a couple. Oscar missed four. He shot nine times. He went five of nine. Chase went to the line once. He missed both of them. 
McBride made, missed a couple of shots. So like four guys shot him and it's not everybody made more than they missed, but it's situational. For example, West Virginia early in the second half, up 36-34, Oscar gets fouled, chance to extend the lead to four when you need points in the second half, and Oscar misses both free throws. Kansas takes the lead. They're up 45-40. Culver gets fouled. It's a bonus opportunity where if you make the first shot, you get a chance at the second one. He misses it. And that just that that's a pop in the balloon. And so just situationally, West Virginia's been good at the end of games to close out victories. But when in the St. John's game and in this game, uh, they could have made more free throws. That they wouldn't have won this game if they made more free throws. Let's be very clear. But it's a problem. And in these games where they should win and there's a game that they don't, we can point, I'll start with, hey, guys, what you doing at the free throw line? Okay? But to give you perspective, Big 12 conference play started today, five games because there's 10 teams in the Big 12. The home team won every game. Okay? So West Virginia is not the outlier losing at Kansas, especially at Kansas. But every team on the road in this conference is tough sledding. So nobody's going undefeated. Not a terrible loss. Third best team in the country. Let's just move on to the next one. And the next one's going to be tough. Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. You know about Dyer Prime. They are a full-service graphic shop. Here's what they do. They make designs for their customers and then put that design on whatever the customer wants. You want your design on a t-shirt? You got it. You want your design on an ink pen? You got it. You want it on a nutcracker? You got it. Chair tank? You got it. Pineapple core? You got it. You get the picture. Call or text Dyer Prime to find out how they how they can help out they how they I smell almonds. Call Dyer Prime at 304-767-4445. Find them on the World Wide Web at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. This was the first game that I've watched WVU on ESPN Plus. The all-new streaming service provided by ESPN. $5 a month. And West Virginia is going to play five basketball games this season on this streaming service. And then starting next year, the preseason, or the preseason, the non-conference games, a lot of them are going to end up on this ESPN+. Plus. So it's here to stay. Some of you all got a taste of it in the football season when West Virginia went to Kansas and played. So you probably already have an opinion of ESPN+. Plus. Here's my initial thoughts, all right? First of all, pleasant surprise in an upset on the commercial side. 
by the way, you're paying five dollars, you're also getting commercials. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of a thing. All right. Pay the five bucks. You know, Netflix, you pay the money. No, no commercials. ESPN Plus, so many commercials. Anyway, my good friends Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, their commercial showed up. And it wasn't the dry read from Dana Holgerson because he's not involved with the state anymore. It was Bob Huggins reading what he was supposed to say for Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. And it's always great to see Bob Huggins in a commercial. You know that, I know that, especially Bob Huggins reading with his eyes kind of at a lower level. He's not He's not looking directly at the camera. He's obviously reading a teleprompter. Pleasant surprise, the, the Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration commercials. Um, also on the positive, no sideline reporter. Um, not Sometimes I want a sideline reporter. Let me start off by saying that. But sometimes I don't, all right? And so if this is what it's going to be for the ESPN Plus is that we're eliminating the sideline reporter during those games, I'm for that. It's a refreshing change of pace. Don't get rid of the sideline reporter. Just I'm good with it for the ESPN Plus games. Uh, on the bad side. <laughs> so those are my positives, all right? And the and the picture was fine. The camera people did not do anything crazy. They were they I didn't miss any weird, you know, I didn't miss any important shots of the game because the the camera work and the producers was kind of fiddling around. It was all good, all right? No no internet issues. Here's the bad. Lots of ESPN commercials, all right? They've got your money, all right? I'm, I'm an ESPN person, all right? And by that, I mean the games are on ESPN. So I'm an ESPN person. I'm going to watch the WVU games where they're at, all right? But so many ESPN commercials. A lot of the ESPN commercials on ESPN Plus involve black and white pictures that shows, you know, ESPN personalities and like a little comment of like, you know, something very catchy, something, you know, that means something in the corner of the of the screen, you've got the black and white picture and then it shows where the picture was taken, all right, informative, what time of the day the picture was taken. Okay, you know, that's I'm uh, Fine, I believe you. No date on the pictures, all right? We've got the time. We've got the place. We don't know when the picture was taken. I'm assuming it's been recently. Because <laughs> this ESPN Plus thing is a new thing. So these pictures are, are new. But if, number one, for a commercial, uh, we don't need that information. All right, the date and the time. Uh, we don't need the date, time, or the place. I can put two and two together on where they're at. They're somewhere involved with ESPN. All the pictures looks like they're in an ESPN studio. So wherever ESPN studios are, I've got a I've got a good chance of narrowing that down. Time, it obviously doesn't matter what time the picture was taken. All right, it's whenever they're doing their job. Again, I'm not I'm not. It's not something I'm concerned about, what time the picture was taken. But if you're going to do those steps, you got to tell me when the picture was taken. 
And 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 let's just go all out. Who took the picture? Give me the full credits of the picture, all right? Don't just give me a couple of morsels. Give me the whole meal, all right? Let's give everybody the credit. It's just half done, all right? That's my <laughs> one person's perspective on those black and white uh, still frame commercials. It's it's half but it's half done, all right? It's half baked. Also, back to the game. Oscar, he was doing great. And either because of that or it was already in the holster, the <laughs> the announcers kept referring to him as Big O to the point that it obviously turned into a drinking game. Now, I don't do drinking games. I just know that that's a thing. <laughs> and... Uh, if somebody says something, then you drink something. Uh, I pray for the people who were doing a drinking game that had to drink every time somebody during the, the broadcast said Big O. It was Big O overkill, and I'm a huge Oscar fan. A little Big O goes a long way, is all I'm saying, all right? <laughs> Gosh, so much Big O. Also, final observation on 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 ESPN Plus. And this is just now my wife was watching the game with me and she's not <clears throat> bless her heart. She's not familiar with how national broadcasts go when West Virginia is involved in that the announcers always seem to be against WVU. That's a perception. Now, this state and WVU fans, we've got a chip on our shoulder. Anything that we can find to see that it's us against the world, we'll find it, all right? But my wife's outside perspective, multiple times, I hate these announcers. <laughs> a version of, I hate these announcers, they're in the bag for Kansas, all right? I, I told her, honey, that's just how it is, and sometimes uh, that's just our perspective as WVU fans. Anyway, the key point I want to make here, here is in the first half, West Virginia is up 10. And the announcers, you know, they say a version of, you know, West Virginia is up 10, but Kansas has to feel good that they're only down 10 as bad as they're playing. All right. Jay Billis is famous for this, when, especially if I can recall when West Virginia plays Kansas. When anytime West Virginia is up, Jay Billis and these folks at ESPN Plus were like, you know, Kansas is lucky to be down eight. They're playing bad. They're only down 10. So my question is, how much could Kansas be down where the announcer doesn't say that? At what point does it sound ridiculous for the announcer to say a certain number of points that Kansas is losing by that they're only down that much? I mean, let's just try let's just try this and see how ridiculous it sounds. You know, uh 5 minutes left in the first half. Kansas, I would say is lucky to be down 28. Okay, now that sounds ridiculous to me, but is it? Could that come out of somebody's mouth in a broadcast? 
from the WVU fan perspective, absolutely. <laughs> you could absolutely hear somebody say, you know, Kansas is lucky to be only down 30. They've really played terrible, and yet it's only a 30-point game. You could absolutely hear that. So, all right, I'm just telling you, that's that's something. <laughs> Did you notice that during the first half? The only? I just, I don't know what number there is. If somebody said, okay, it's not in the realm of possibility if somebody said, Kansas is lucky to be only down 40. That sounds preposterous. But 20, but 25 or even 30? <laughs> I could totally hear somebody say that. I could totally believe it. Anyways, I'm okay with ESPN Plus. No halftime reports. No, hey, this is what other game is going on right now and, and cutting away to it. Or, hey... Uh, you know, like I can't imagine them delaying a game that's on ESPN plus because of the game before it or cutting away from the game because of the game after it's on the internet. I'm streaming it. I'm there just for that game. So those are things that I like. I don't like paying five extra bucks a month. I don't like that, but I want to watch them play. So ESPN, you got me final thoughts coming up. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Huge screens, huge deals, and way better than sitting on your couch. Download the Permanti Brothers app and score big all season long. All you need to do is download the app, scan your receipt, and you'll start earning points with each dollar you spend towards free food and awesome deals. Permanti Brothers, your go-to brothers on game day and every day. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I have sad news to report. This podcast started with me recording from Anchor, the Anchor app, on my iPhone SE. It's a nice phone. It fits well in my pocket. It does everything I need it to do. But soon after Christmas, I dropped my iPhone SE in such a way on a stairwell that it that it cracked the screen, I would say, severely. And for a number of days, I maintained using the iPhone SE with the dangerous screen. Did not get any cuts on my finger in a in a upset. Uh, but I uh, I did not replace the screen. I bought an upgraded iPhone. Uh, so that era of the podcast is over. No more iPhone SE. Now a lot of the work that's done for the podcast will be done on a brand new iPhone 7. It's not the latest technology. It fits okay in my pocket. But I like it. I'm getting used to it. 
there's definitely more uh, vibration to it. I'll figure it out. I, I don't like that it doesn't have a home screen. It doesn't have a headphone jack. These are new times. Uh, and there's a lot of terrible things going on in the world. Um, one of which is not me losing my iPhone SE. But I would just, I want to be transparent with you, the audience. Uh, it is the end of an era. So let the new era of the iPhone 7, you know, we've got ESPN Plus, that's a new era. Along with that new era comes, for this podcast, the use of a of an iPhone 7. So, so long iPhone SE. Next game for WVU. Quick turnaround. Monday, 9 p.m. ESPN2. So we're back to the cable platform. West Virginia goes to Stillwater, Oklahoma to play Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, they lost a day by 35 to Texas Tech in Lubbock, Texas. So they're going to try to wash their mouths out of that loss. And we're going in trying to erase the loss today at Kansas. So I don't know how this one's going to go. These are evenly matched teams. Oklahoma State has had WVU's number as of late. They've won four out of the last five. And so the key stat that we need to look for in this game, just based on the last five games, is West Virginia has to hold Oklahoma State to under 80 points. Those four wins for Oklahoma State, they they topped 80. The game West Virginia won, and it was in Stillwater. West Virginia held Oklahoma State to 75. So that's a stat. If West Virginia holds Oklahoma State to under 80, they should win the game. So be on the lookout for that. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Or just listen to one platform. Apple Podcasts, that's a good one. Overcast. Pocket Casts. Spotify. Listen on CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, there should be a subscribe button. Hit that. It'll automatically, the podcast will automatically go to your phone whenever I record a new one and publish it. It'll go right to your phone. So if you do that, even if you don't listen, I think that helps the podcast. So tell a friend to subscribe to the podcast. Don't tell them they have to listen to it. Say, yeah, don't listen to it. Just subscribe to the podcast. Anyways, until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt WBU for the 2019-2020 season. 11 wins, 2 losses. <laughs>